Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing what is an LOI in real estate. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. So what is the LOI? An LOI, or the letter of intent, is a preliminary agreement between two or more parties that intend to engage in a business transaction. The letter of intent is used when purchasing commercial properties to show the buyer's intent. The goal of the LOI is to begin the conversation with the seller, and it starts the process and the negotiations. It is used prior to a contract. Many investors make dozens and dozens of offers prior to purchasing. The goal here is to avoid unnecessary legal fees for each offer. Now, the LOI is a short document, usually two to four pages, and usually non-binding, meaning it cannot be enforced by law. The LOI includes only the important details of the deal. Now, the PSA, or the Purchase and Sale Agreement, is a document that contains all the details, and that comes after the LOI, and that is legally binding. Now, the LOI will include a number of uh, specific details, including the property address and the property name, if applicable, property tax identification number, the legal description of the property, the proposed purchase price, the proposed earnest money deposit amount, details of the capital stack, so how much the buyer is bringing cash to the closing, the proposed mortgage amount and rate, or the proposed seller financing details. Uh, it'll include due diligence and inspection timeframes, deadline for receiving all the records, books, and any other details during the due diligence period that the buyer will need from the seller. If the LOI is accepted, who will be drafting the purchase and sale agreement? The proposed closing date? The expiration date for acceptance of the letter of intent? Now, you also want to make sure that any requests out of the ordinary are included in the LOI. So you are proposing seller financing. What are the terms, the rates? Um, you want the seller to cover certain closing costs or a portion of them. You do not want this owner to seek uh, any other offers for a certain time frame. You want to assume their mortgage. Uh, you want the owner to make certain renovations prior to closing. Now, any of these terms are going to be major parts of the deal, and they have to be included in the LOI. Um, one of the other things, too, is that the purchaser should be an LLC. So when you're filling out your LOI, um, most people could do it under their own name. Um, the thing, though, is that with real estate investment companies, what normally will happen is they'll put uh, on the LOI an LLC that has little or no assets. So if there's any type of issue, um, they avoid, they minimize their legal exposure. Now, however, when you do close on the property, it'll be in your LOI as well, that you're going to close into a property-specific LLC. So you might have something that says like Birchstone Acquisitions LLC would be who is going to be the buyer. And then you also put in there that it's going to close into a property-specific LLC. So um, 123 Main Street LLC, which won't be formed until um, you're having a signed LOI and a signed uh, purchase and sale agreement. Now, if you're looking for letter of intent templates, you can download them for free from freeloi.com. That's freeloi.com. And I appreciate you listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. 
Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.